しくどく妙の繊維祭の Please join me in Gashou. The person burdened with extreme evil should simply say the name. Although I too am within Amida's grasp, passions obstruct my eyes and I cannot see the light. Nevertheless, great compassion is untiring and illumines me always. Shoshinge. Gokuju akunin yui shobuts. Ga yakuzai hi seshu chu. Bon no shogen sui fu ken. Dai hi mu ken jo shoga. To namandas 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 namandas. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I'd like to welcome you to the Sunday service for May the 10th, 2020. Uh, you might have noticed a little bit of a change in scenery. Um, the reason why I'm doing this here today is uh, because the Onaijing is actually set up for the uh, Gotai service that we will be conducting later. So I thought I'd switch it up a little bit and then do uh, the service for uh, Sunday uh, at the Reverend Pratt room. And uh, Reverend Pratt, Shinya Pratt is actually, there's a, I don't know if you, the camera will pick it up, but uh, there, there's a picture of her, kind of a mosaic of all these different pictures of her located right there. And uh, she was a very influential uh, teacher here at this uh, Buddhist temple in the pride and joy of Tacoma Buddhist temple. Um, so I'd like to talk to you about something that happened to me the other day while I was uh, driving. Uh, again, uh, this is, uh, I, I'm kind of seeing a pattern here, but uh, uh, no, I'm not, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to sing anymore, but uh, this time it took place at a grocery store again, uh, so I was going on my way to a grocery store. Actually, to be honest with you, this happened a few months prior to the whole COVID thing, so um, it happened some time ago, but uh, true nonetheless, uh, and it did happen. Uh, so... Um, I, uh, it's very hard to just explain this using words, so I took the liberty of drawing it, uh, the situation that happened. And yes, it took, it got me to the point where I felt like I needed, needed to draw this situation in order for everyone to understand, and now you could see and understand the frustration that I felt. Uh, but anyway, um, I don't know if you could catch this, but here I was at the store, and uh, this is me right here. And this is uh, a parked car, okay, and I just marked it as A. But, so I was looking for parking at a grocery store. 
And I was, the arrow pointing up says that this is the right of way, right? So I was, you know, um, trying to find a parking spot. And uh, there is this car, B, right here, that's a moving car. But this car, because of this parked car, did not see me coming up this way. So as I was turning in, this guy was trying to, I guess, exit out of here and uh, uh, stopped right in his tracks. And I had to stop right in my tracks too as well. And this is kind of the situation what happened, right? And as he stopped dead in his tracks, he took a look at me and this is what he did. You know? And so I just looked at him and like kind of absolutely dumbfounded uh, as to um, the situation because quite obviously all the cars are parked angled so there's only one way to go and there's only one uh, one route uh, and and he had the audacity uh, to look at me and shake his head you know and uh, that would get anybody really really mad I think um, so I was I was kind of like very mad right uh, I was uh, uh, releasing a series of expletives and uh, you know it didn't get to a honking uh, match but the uh, the definite LA side of me kind of came out uh, as I was uh, just uh, standing there or in my car just kind of you know uh, really mad and so the whole time I was just thinking man this guy is he's he's got to be so dumb not to know that uh, not to be aware of his own ignorance man this guy is such a dumb guy right uh, how does he not know that the arrow was pointing up you know and then, um, so you know the whole time I was getting mad and then it kind of dawned on me after a certain point that, you know, then I thought to myself, what is it that I'm doing that I don't know of to other people? You know, I wonder, you know, if I shake my head at other people or I wag my tail at other people and um, not realizing that I'm in the wrong or not realizing that there's a lot of stuff that I am overlooking or perhaps feelings that I'm not taking into consideration. And um, if you don't believe me, um, ask my wife. She will, uh, she will uh, talk your ears off. But uh, there's probably a lot of things uh, that I overlook and that I don't consider. There's a lot of things that I am ignorant of. And it's, uh, it you know, dawned on me through this episode that there's a lot of things that I'm probably doing that I don't even realize. Um, so uh, in Japanese, you know, there is this phrase called, uh, and it's said, said like this, uh, which means how wretched it is, uh, the ignorance of our ignorance, right? Uh, how wretched it is, the ignorance of our ignorance. So how many things uh, do we do that we don't, where we don't recognize our own ignorance is kind of what got me started and I get really worried sometimes about this. Maybe something like um, like an email, right? You say something, you write something in the email, and the person uh, maybe misreads what you completely uh, tried to say or uh, what you intended. Or maybe someone said something to us or did something something to us, and we completely took it the wrong way, uh, or. Uh, how it was not intended. I, I, I suspect there are instances like this that happen a lot. Maybe someone was having a bad day at work and that person snaps back at you and you think that person is a, is a jerk, right? But really that person got into trouble for something he didn't do at work. So that anger wasn't really directed at you, but uh, you happen to be the recipient of it. 
So uh, when we see people, we really don't know <clears throat> where they come from and the different things they have experienced in their lives. Even our own spouses, no matter how much we want to know or think we know about them, we are not them and we are ignorant of all the things that they have experienced. When we see a person, <clears throat> what we should really be thinking is that behind the person we see, there is the person who experienced countless numbers of past experiences before getting to that point right now. Uh, let's say you meet someone for the first time and what you're seeing is like if you're reading a book, it would be like page 152 in a story uh, that is unfolding of that person's life. What you didn't see or what you didn't read was page 1 to 151 that developed an, an, an unfolded uh, unbeknownst to you. The physical person you see in front of you is the culmination of that person's past experiences. And if you're aware of your own ignorance, you become less judgy and more uh, accommodating and accepting of that person's character, I believe. I think we become less agitated, less frustrated. We set less unrealistic, unrealistic expectations of others. And there opens up more room for tolerance, acceptance, and, and understanding of others. 自分の愚か,愚かさがいかに恐ろしいものなのか。How wretched it is, the ignorance of our ignorance. Shinran Shonin was very keen on this point about being brutally honest、uh, with the self. He explains that even when we try to be honest with ourselves, we cannot help but to try and see ourselves in a better light. And this is why it's hard to take criticism from friends and family. Because they tell it like it is.、Right? There's no sugarcoating. And I am especially weak in this category.、Uh, I am weak in, in taking criticism, so much so that I will preemptively catch what people think of me or what, I, what I'm doing wrong or I think what they think that I'm doing wrong. And then I will try to fix the things that I do wrong before anybody says anything to me.、Right? I do this、uh, a lot, a lot. No one likes to be told、uh, what they're doing wrong or that they're not being considerate of others or that they're being ignorant in some way, shape, or form. Even constructive criticism、uh, is hard to take. We don't like to hear it from our closest friends, let alone our parents, especially, right? And when we are told something, we say, you know, right back at them. Well, what about you, right? You ain't all that, right? What about, what about all the things you do and all the mistakes you make, right? And so we throw it right back at them. And this is common, right? It's, it's,、uh, it's human nature to get angry and lash out.、Uh, we respond by getting defensive. But the thing is, is that we need something separate、uh, from ourselves to be able to tell us like it is. If only we can you know, take criticism, like if it was like a professional coach trying to get us to improve on our swing or something, or our backstroke, or whatever sport it is. Then you know, probably we, we, we won't get so offended, but, but we don't, right?、Uh, we, we usually see it as an attack on our character or our, our, our worldview. But the problem is, we cannot speculate on our shortcomings objectively because we will always try to embellish the situation. We need a teaching that tells us about our true situation, about the human condition. And this is what the Buddha's wisdom does for us. This is what the Buddha's compassion does for us.、Uh, the Buddha's teaching 
is the mirror that shows us our true naked selves just as we are. The Buddha Dharma tells us about the, the true nature of sentient beings, the bombu. But you see, just like a nagging parent, we push the Buddha away. We even go so far as to disparage uh, and despise the teaching of the Buddha because we think it is attacking us, because we perceive it to be attacking our intelligence or character or our self-esteem, we lash out against, against this teaching. We say, Buddhism is so negative, you know, Buddhism should be about uh, being a not logical and analytical teaching. It's about learning how to calm the mind, right? It's not about seeing the parts of ourselves that we don't want to see. That's not Buddhism, right? But nevertheless, Amida Buddha's wisdom calmly accepts our ignorance and our lashing out. The Buddha's wisdom knows and expects that we will lash out against it. And yet, it still provides wisdom and compassion for us. And how do I know this? Well, in the 18th vow, the primal vow, which is the kind of the core and the crux of the Jodo Shinshu teaching, everything is built on this 18th vow in this, in this, in this religion. And in this 18th vow, the Buddha says that there will be those who commit the, quote, five grave offenses and those who slander the right dharma, end quote. Basically, what this is referring to are people who do not live according to the Buddha Dharma and think that the Buddha's teaching is false. They even go so far as to slander and disparage uh, <clears throat> Buddhism because they think it is attacking their character and worldview. But Amida Buddha says, even these people are still accepted and embraced by true reality. Just like a child who lashes out at the loving parent, not knowing why the parent is being strict with them, even though it is out of love and concern for the child's well-being. In the same way, the Buddha is patient with us, stands by us, and embraces us as we kick scream and yell at the Buddha and the Buddha Dharma. This is what the meaning of the exclusion clause of the 18th vow is. The Buddha is saying to us, I will embrace even the most unruly one, the one that spits in my face, because one day that person will eventually come to understand. This religion will never come to life for us unless we see ourselves as the ignorant person that pushes away the Buddha Dharma. We are that moody teenager that, that is trying to push the Buddha out of our rooms, talking about, you know, I can't wait to go to college and be, my, be on my own, you know. Uh, I don't have any rules and I can handle myself, kind of thing, right? But eventually, as time lapses and we see just how unforgiving and unrelenting the world is, we come to see just how much our parent or our parents was doing for us. When we see all those times our parents or our guardians or our role models took the time to raise us and nurture us as best as they could, then we see how much was sacrificed for our sake. Then we feel a sense of shame 
guilt or embarrassment for how we acted towards our parents, guardians, or role models. In much the same way, we feel badly for the way we slandered a teaching that was always there for us, that was always there to embrace us and accept us just as we are. The other day, uh, my son uh, threw a tantrum fit when we were eating. Um, his food wasn't prepared right or something like that, and, and we're in a certain way, and he just, he just kind of lost it, uh, which is very uncommon for, uh, for our son. He doesn't really throw tantrums like that too often. Um, but um, you know, this time, I think what happened was that he was getting a little bit stressed out, uh, from being at home all day and seeing the same faces all the time uh, because of the shelter-in-place situation. So he was, he was irate, right? He was crying very loudly and yelling at us for messing up his meal. And he wouldn't listen to anything we said, right? And, and he even said to us he, that he hated us, right? He said, Mama to Papa kirai, kirai, right? And so, um, you know, that, that means that he hated us, right? But that's still to us, it's still you know, kawaii, right? Uh, or adorable, it's cute to us, right? Because we know he's just, you know, he's just having a fit, right? And that's the same way the Buddha sees us, by the way. But anyway, um, I was trying to, very hard to figure out how to calm him down. Uh, and my wife eventually picked him up and put him on her lap and waited for him to stop crying, right? holding him close to her. And she waited and waited and waited and finally, finally he stopped crying and he eventually calmed down and then quietly uh, continued to eat his meal uh, while on his mom's lap. Amida Buddha has perfected the six paramita, one of which is kushanti or patience. This patience is directed towards the ignorance of sentient beings. In this way, the virtue of the Buddha is directed to the benefit of all sentient beings. With the Buddha Dharma, we are never alone. With the Buddha's compassion, we are never alone. Despite our ignorant and egocentric selves that denies this to be true. And when we stop kicking, screaming, and yelling, we will see that in the calm, we were always, in fact, embraced by the Buddha. So uh, today I would like to say thank you to my wife. Uh, thank you, Okasang. Thank you to all moms out there. Uh, and happy Mother's Day. Please join me in Gasho. The person burdened with extreme evil should simply say the name. Although I too am within Amida's grasp, passions obstruct my eyes and I cannot see the light. Nevertheless, great compassion is untiring and illumines me always. Namo Amida Buts. Namo Amida Buts. Namo Amida Buts. I am a link in Amida's golden chain of love that stretches around the world. I will keep my link bright and strong. I will be kind and gentle to every living thing and protect all who are weaker than myself. 
I will think pure and beautiful thoughts, say pure and beautiful words, and do pure and beautiful deeds. May every link in Amita's golden chain of love be bright and strong, and may we all attain perfect peace. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida Butsu. Namo Amida